that sounds that sounds like a good deal. Well, Bart, listen, man, we're talking about um, uh, the conspiracy. I call it the mother of all conspiracies, the moon landing hoax, because it's it's so big. Like so many conspiracies, people say, well, it's it would be so vast a conspiracy that it couldn't possibly happen. But but the reason we need to revisit that is because all the conspiracies that have been talked about. For, for years, you know, just internet talk, talk for the main part, have virtually come true. So what makes this one any different? Well, for a couple of reasons, that's an excellent question and, and valid observation. Uh, when YouTube was before Congress, and I think this was right before the little event that's been going on for the last three years occurred, um, and they were basically promoting censorship, why it's a good thing. Uh, Susan, what's her name? The president, CEO of YouTube, multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think her net worth is at, at last time I checked, 161 million dollars. She said that you know the pinnacle example of why there needs to be internet censorship, in in particular on YouTube, mm-hmm. is to stop these silly conspiracy theories like we didn't go to the moon, which is 100% a fact that they didn't go. I mean, after all, today, with 50 years better technology, they can only send mannequins to orbit the moon, and yet somehow <laughs> on the first attempt, with one million the computing power for cell phone, they were playing golf and driving cars on the moon. Mm. You know? and, and so for the first time in history, technology was greater in the past than in the future. But that's scientifically and historically impossible, which means it was a bluff like in poker, and they really didn't go. Mm-hmm. But... but it is, in a way, the most, you could say, absurd, you know, notion. This, I mean, the, the most historic event. And it was in every t- newspaper, TV, radio. The whole world was watching live. They put it on coins. They put it on stamps. They held ticker tape parades for them out in the open. They gave them medals of honor for lying. Why would, you know, they lie about such an important thing? You know, in fact, that's the one defense I hear over and over again. The government wouldn't lie about such an important thing. And back to how could so many people be involved? Well, a guy who was at the command center in Houston during the launch, he admitted afterwards they can tell no difference whatsoever between a simulation practice flight and a real flight. They look exactly the same on his computers. And if you go to sabrell.com, which is my last name.com, mm-hmm. S as in Sam, I, B as in boy, R-E-L.com, you can see for free a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. And at about maybe eight minutes into it, you'll see uh, a dolly shot, as we say in filmmaking, tracking shot past Houston Control Command Center seconds before they go to the moon for the very first time and all the guys are kicked back watching television like the rest of us. All it is is numbers on a screen. What we've been going on for the last three years is numbers on a screen. And actually, there's no independent press coverage. World War II happened on Earth in front of tens and hundreds of millions of eyewitnesses. So if mass murder was happening, there were plenty of eyes to confirm that that was what was happening. This, however, there's no independent press coverage. There's no reporters on the moon to verify that they're there. There's no reporters in the spacecraft to verify where they are, whether they left Earth orbit or not. And so we just have to take their word for it. And everything is departmentalized. And it's like, well, you know, 400,000 people were involved uh, you know, technically, if you include everybody, press people or whatever. Uh, so they couldn't keep a secret from that many people. Well, you just have to think a little bit further. I mean, do you really think the CIA is so stupid to tell the guy making the glove or the door or the boot, hey, we're really not going to the moon, be sure not to tell anybody? I mean, come on. That's like saying what a bank teller knows and what the CEO of the bank knows about the corruption in the bank are identical. They're clueless. They have no idea what's going on. And so, and for the first time, there's no independent. It was it was actually easier to fool people than most people realize. And they were predisposed to wanting to believe. Yeah, be sure to get some on me, too, and use your handsome and intelligent filter over my face. I appreciate that. They, did, they, didn't, so, see what, they didn't see what just happened. You're, you're a professional, man. You've got a makeup artist. <laughs> only, you saw, only you saw that. Only you saw oh, that. Oh, only I saw that. Okay. 
the guy's having touch-up makeup while, he, while the camera's on me. The guy's a professional. Oh, my God. <laughs> Better straighten my shirt here. So, you know, and, and but back to it being preposterous, I mean, it really is preposterous. It really is preposterous to say the world's greatest event was done in a TV studio, but it's absolutely true. And this is why I wonder why I have never been on the Joe Rogan show or on Alex Jones' show to discuss this. I mean, go to Sibrel.com, and one of the four videos that are on the homepage is a, a deathbed confession of a guy whose father gave him a deathbed confession. The guy's name I didn't even publish in the book because his son was still alive, but I'll tell you now. We have an eyewitness, Cyrus Eugene Akers, was chief of security at Cannon Air Force Base in 1968. And on his deathbed, he confessed, among other things that we'll get into, that he personally eyewitnessed the filming of the moon landing fraud at his base a year in advance. He stood beside President Johnson. This was at Cannon Air Force Base in Clovis, New Mexico. Now, my father was in the Air Force, and I'd never heard of the place, so I looked it up. The base is tiny, which is excellent because it's fewer eyewitnesses. And then every branch of the military has their intelligence or special ops, you know, division. Guess where the special ops division is of the United States Air Force? It's right at Cannon there. Air Force Base. And then I remember interviewing Bill Casing, who worked for NASA for six years during Apollo, who said it was a fraud with very high security clearance, and that's how he discovered that it was. He said, and I had to look it up on my own interview with him, that the whole thing was supervised by General Sam Phillips of the United States Air Force. And sure enough, it was filmed at an Air Force base. So unlike JFK 9-11, for example, whoever killed Kennedy and, of course, his uh, own nephew, who has access to more information than any investigator, says with 100% certainty he was murdered by the Central Intelligence Agency because he wouldn't cooperate with them, right? Mm -hmm. And so, first of all, we have our own federal government murdering their own president. Now, that's election interference, and it's not from Russia, is it? <laughs> and no. then we have 9-11, uh, right, where mm -hmm. we have 3,000 architects and engineers, 3,000 thousand sign a petition right. saying it's mechanically impossible for a pinhole airplane to go through a skyscraper and to cause its collapse. In fact, there's an interview of the engineer of the World Trade Center filmed six weeks before 9-11, and they lured him into the building that day and killed him so that he wouldn't give this testimony mm. again. He, he was asked in an interview, what would happen if the plane was hit uh, the building was hit by an airplane. He said, it'd be like throwing a pencil through a screen door. It would not cause the screen door to collapse, not even close. Look at the Oklahoma City bombing building. Half the building was blown away. Did it collapse? No, it did not. It can't. It's a grid, right? Unless the foundation is on swamp like in Florida, right? But that's not the case, is it, in New York City, which is solid rock. Go down to the subway, you can see that for yourself. So whoever did 9-11, right, and apparently it's Americans because it was Americans who killed Kennedy and our own government, either way, Kennedy's dead and 3,000 people are dead. The mm -hmm. moon landing fraud is different. It's a positive lie, right? right? Nixon said, president at the time, the number one threat to America was not Russia, not China, it was Americans protesting the federal government because of the Vietnam War. By the way, Robert McNamara, defense secretary during the Vietnam War, on his deathbed confessed that the, quote, Pearl Harbor incident that started the Vietnam War. Mind you, prior to Pearl Harbor, 90% of Americans were against entering World War II. 90%. Have 90% of Americans agreed on anything? Only one other time when they wanted GMO labeling on their food and passed by Congress, but the president vetoed it in a democracy. Our elected representatives were meaningless, and the fact that 90% of Americans wanted to know what they were swallowing 
was meaningless because the wow. president went with the corporations instead of the public. This is not a democracy. That's a lie. This is a dictatorship posing as a democracy, right? Mm -hmm. So Robert McNamara, uh, during the Vietnam War, because after, this is a weird thing, after Pearl Harbor, the next day, 90% of Americans are for entering World War II. Amazing. we got to mm -hmm. get even. They knew how to push their buttons, didn't they? Mm -hmm. They didn't stage that, but they provoked it into happening and conveniently moved the two most expensive ships out of Pearl Harbor a few days earlier. And so during the Vietnam War, no one wanted to get involved in that war that Kennedy was dabbling in. And uh, they're like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do make that mistake again. So they said, we need, we need like a Pearl Harbor thing. So that event is called the Gulf of Tonkin incident, mm -hmm. right? You're right. Where allegedly a North Vietnamese ship attacked uh, an American ship to enrage the public to want to enter the Vietnam War. And sure enough, they did and they entered. On Robert McNamara, Defense Secretary during the Vietnam War, on his deathbed, he said that event never happened. He and the CIA made it up. So folks... That led to the death of 3 million people, including 58,220 Americans. So if the United States federal government is willing to kill 58,220 of their own people without cause, I think they're willing to fake an image on the television that can't mm -hmm. be verified. Well, See? yeah. Well, and, th those, those numbers are, seem, are seeming right up there in the VAERS in the reports right now, those kinds of numbers that you're talking about. So. Are they willing to sacrifice that amount? Well, there's your answer right there. All right. But well, they listen, do it all the time. Listen, yeah. Bart, listen, Bart, we have a poll running on the Edge's website. Did man go to the moon? That's right. I didn't say did women or did uh, humans. I said man. Okay, that's going to make some people mad. And so anyway, so the answers can be, of course, we did. Absolutely not. Waiting for proof. Yes. And I saw a flat earth while I was up there. Epstein didn't kill himself, and the moon is a Chinese spy satellite. Let's check your results. All right, 39% of the respondents said absolutely not. We did not go there. 16%, 17% says, of course, we did. 17% uh, is waiting for proof. And then uh, we got a lot of people thinking that's a giant Chinese spy satellite now. So with that kind of thing going on. <laughs> so <laughs> so people still, well, people, we're going to see if you can change some minds on there. But you, right now, it's, it's not. Yeah, you know, um, I think it was Hitler's propaganda chief Goebbels who said you know when you tell a really big lie it's actually easier to get away than a small lie because small lies are anticipated oh sorry sorry I'm late uh, you know employer I had a flat tire you know people are used to that he says if you tell a super big lie they won't think you have the audacity to do such a thing and they'll swallow it again the number one defense is that the American government would never lie about such an important thing, right? And that, therefore, it must be true. I trust them. And, but, but they did. And I think they were probably surprised that they got away with it as easy as they did. Now, think about this. Johnson was the only modern-day president, and only two in the entire history of the country, who was eligible to run for re-election and chose not to. The Democratic Party said, we're going to nominate you anyway. And he said, I'll decline anyway. And they were just dumbfounded. Why does this guy not want to walk into the presidency for another four years? Well, he was at Cannon Air Force Base on June 1st, 1968, and gave a list of 15 people who were allowed in to observe it, which I publish in my book, which is at sabrell.com. It's an audio, I read it, Kindle or print. So President Johnson was there, Democrat, to supervise the faking of the moon landing. And who knew that you could get away with that? Maybe you could get caught. So he didn't want to take that chance and be president when the faking of the moon landing might be exposed. Didn't want to have anything to do with that, especially with half a NASA being in Texas where he was from. So he let Tricky Dick Nixon deal with that. Another interesting thing about Nixon the whole world is watching men go to the moon, the launch, the walk, watching billions and billions, most viewed TV broadcast in all of history. And yet he does not show up for the launch. Hmm. Now, he shows up for the second one, 
after they got away with faking it, but not for the first one. Why would you, if you were really going to the moon, not be there? Because they really were not going. And if there was a picture of him and Neil Armstrong shaking hands and smiling and grinning and the truth came out that it was a fraud, it would be even worse for you. So he literally distanced himself from it. He also said, when he knew they were not on the moon, putting a man on the moon is the greatest event since creation. And if you watch my film, which cost a million dollars, these films to make, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, which was financed by a board member of an aerospace company who builds rockets for NASA, who knows it's fake. Gave us a million dollars to expose it. You'll see that I open up with the Tower of Babel, the technological accomplishment of the age, the tallest building without collapsing. And the Bible says it was done simply to boast. We're better than the other nation because our building is taller, never finished. Then we sh show the Titanic, the largest machine ever built by the human hand in 1912. They put in publicity posters, the ship that God himself could not sink. We know what happened there. Also never finished. You see that? The pattern here? And then Nixon said, when he knew they weren't there, putting a man on the moon is the greatest event since the creation of the universe. Hmm. There's a spiritual message here that mankind's greatest accomplishment is a fraud. There's a, and it's perpetrated by the country that claims to be the you know hero of the world promoting democracy when they openly admit, publish in magazines and newspapers around the world that the CIA intentionally dethroned democratically elected leaders throughout the world over and over and over again. They boast about it when that's illegal. Mm -hmm. The CIA yeah, is how, not how do we, an how, army. How do, how, do we, how do you think Zelensky got a hold in control of the Ukraine when that guy was nothing but he was a dancer, wasn't he? So. I don't know. I don't <clears throat> try not to get involved in politics or take sides. The fact is, Democrat um, Johnson supervised the faking of the moon landing, and Republican Nixon gave it the thumbs up when he could have stopped it. So the idea, let's hold on that picture right there. You want proof that the moon landing is fake? You don't have to talk about the air conditioning and the battery power and the limb and the fuel. No, all you have to do is show this one picture. Here's a picture, and if you want to show the, you know, the one next to it uh, or go to sabral.com, there's, there's one of parallel shadows. Go out in the sun on a bright sunny day, look at two trees or two telephone poles or stand beside your friend five feet away, your shadows will always run parallel with one mm -hmm. another. It's impossible for them to intersect. Right. At sabrell.com in the top uh, left button, Moonman video links, go to video link one, and uh, you can see this. I, I show them side by side. Parallel shadows in sunlight, and here they are intersecting at 90 degrees from objects five feet apart, which means it's electrical light, which means it is on Earth. You can prove that the moon landing fraud was fake with this one picture, which cannot be duplicated in sunlight like they claimed they were in. So if you if you want to queue up or I can send it in the chat or share a screen, but there's you know a side by side comparison here of the parallel shadows, and I'll just see if I can add a file here uh, from my computer <laughs> desktop this. And then here, and then let's see. Oh, uh, it may take me a while to find it. But oh, right. in any case, uh, uh, if well, you go to sabral.com, click on the first video link there, and you'll see. I'm gonna try. I could probably try to find it. Let me let me just type it in here. All right. I'm this far in. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I should. Uh, in here let's see let me just do this uh, da, da, da. Uh, let's see here by the way welcome starry sky and ottoman apple creek in the live chat if y'all have a question for bart just put it in the live chat and it'll be sent over here right now we have a number of questions and we'll get to them here in just a few minutes Okay, here we go. So I'm going to share this uh, file in the chat. 
see if you got that. It's a, a being uploaded to you. Right. And this is a side-by-side -side comparison of what shadows should look like in, in sunlight and uh, what they look like on the moon, which are completely different, which, like I said, can prove it. And then, of course, we uncovered classified <clears throat> footage of fake photography from the first moon mission uh, of them faking being halfway to the moon right in front of your eyes with the third track of audio uh, from the CIA telling them how to do it and fake a four-second radio delay. So we have multiple proofs. First, you can't have better technology in the past than in the future. That's impossible. Because today, with five decades better technology, the farthest that NASA can send astronauts into outer space is to the space station, which is one thousandth the distance to the moon. So they can't have 1,000 times greater space traveling capability 50 years ago than they can today. That's a mechanical impossibility, historic impossibility, scientific impossibility for technology to be better in the past and in the future. When they blew up the atomic bomb in 1945, just 10 years later, atomic bombs were 1,000 times more powerful. So if they could go to the moon on the first attempt with one millionth of computing power of a cell phone, we would have been on Mars 10 years later, we'd be in another solar system by now, and there'd be bases all over the moon. Mm. Rather than just sending mannequins. Yeah. So that proves it right there just with logic. And then we uncovered, and a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, classified footage of fake photography of them using a one-foot model to pretend they're looking back at the Earth from halfway to the moon. The lights come up. It's a one-foot model. It's dated two days into the flight. There's a third track of audio of the CIA telling them how to fake the shot. That's at sabrell.com. You can watch that video for free. And a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, one of the four videos featured on the home page. Then we have shadows intersecting at 90 degrees. And if you can see from that side-by-side -side picture I sent you, this cannot be duplicated in sunlight, which means it's electrical light, which means they're you know, not on the moon, they're on Earth. That proves it one picture into story. Then we have the deathbed confession. And in the book, I never published his name, but I've mentioned it. Cyrus Eugene Aker says he personally eyewitnessed the faking of the moon landing fraud at Cannon Air Force Base in 1968. There's the picture. On the left, parallel shadows as it would be in sunlight. And there we are on the right, 90-degree shadows, because the electrical light is really close. And if you're on one side of it, it's going to throw a shadow in one direction. If you're on the other side of it, it's going to throw a shadow in a different direction. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. this one picture from the alleged last mission to the moon proves it was taken <laughs> with electrical light, which means they're on Earth because the sun is 20 times brighter than the noon desert on Earth with no atmosphere. So the last thing in the world you need is, you know, a, a flash photography or electrical lighting. Plus, they didn't have any generators, and they say they didn't bring any and took everything in natural sunlight mm -hmm, anyway. Mm -hmm. So that proves it. Yeah. By the way, okay, let's, so, uh, yeah. let's let's go ahead and take a couple of questions. People watching the show, Bart, I uh, won't take too many of them, but uh, this is from our moderator, Jade. Why haven't the other countries called the USA out for not going to the moon? Well, that's a great question, and uh, you have to just think one step further, okay? Let's say I had a picture of a world leader with a prostitute. I could upload it to the Internet and ruin them, and that's that. Uh, or I could blackmail them mm -hmm. year after year after year after year. Interesting, you know, coincidence, Nixon's, you know, constantly ranting what an enemy China is, and then during the Apollo program, he decides to go to China and make friends with China and open trade relations with China. Hmm. Because the Chinese know that the moon missions are fake. I know this is a fact. I have a source who personally works at the Chinese Space Agency. He says, first of all, they teach it in university that the moon missions were fake. Secondly, they have a secret deal with NASA not to publicly say that the moon missions are fake. Keep in mind, for their own honor, they've actually never said that they're real either. That's part of the deal, too. <laughs> okay. And in exchange for their silence, right. in exchange for not calling them out, they are giving the United States, NASA, is giving them space technology secretly, which is a treasonous act, by the way, and more added to the list of thousands of crimes the federal government has perpetrated against their people. So... 
the same with Russia. Uh, right around the same time as Apollo, uh, we sold all this grain to our enemy below cost. That also happened during or the year following uh, Apollo. I think that was part of the blackmail, and so was Nixon's, you know, sucking up to the Chinese. Another good reason for the truth to come out, you see, because we're being blackmailed over this. And when Orwell said, whoever controls the past controls the future, this is a perfect example of that, because in the past, as being controlled by the corrupt federal government, they claimed that the moon landings in the past were real when they were certainly not. And therefore, until that truth comes out, those same criminals will be controlling our future. You see that? Mm -hmm. Whoever controls the past, lying about the moon landing still, controls our future, and those are liars and murderers. Let me tell everybody, look, I, I took this classified footage that I uncovered of them faking being halfway to the moon right in front of your eyes. I could do a screen share if you want to patiently wait for me. <laughs> and I showed it to the news director at NBC. The guy turns pale white, collapses in his chair, puts his hand over his mouth, and, ex and exclaims, my God, this absolutely proves they did not go to the moon. And I said, yeah, what are we going to do? And he said, I cannot broadcast it. It will cause a civil war. I will not go down in history as the man who caused the next American civil war. Mm. All right. So uh, NBC News agreed okay. that I uncovered footage that proved the moon landing fraud, and they refused to broadcast it for fear it would bring down the federal government. But wait a minute. You're saying exposing the federal government's crimes would bring down the corrupt federal government. Well, isn't that what's supposed to happen? <laughs> I mean, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, well, if we if we tell the, that the that you know this world leader is a child molester, uh, that'll embarrass them. But if you don't, they're going to keep molesting children. So I don't understand the problem here. Ten years go by, the new news director at NBC sees the very same footage, comes to the very same conclusion. They fly me to New York. They put me up in the Waldorf Astoria. They interview me. They buy with thousands and thousands of dollars exclusive rights to the footage. They're going to broadcast it nationwide. They get a call from the federal government. They, the producer told me so. Mm. And they, the federal government threatened NBC and said not to broadcast this footage that proves the moon landing fraud. Mm. Okay. So it's not just my opinion that this footage proves the moon landing fraud. It's the opinion of two separate news directors at NBC. Same thing happened with the BBC. They saw the footage. They got excited. They gave us, you know, advance royalties on everything, said we're going to broadcast this. They also got a call from the federal government, don't do it or else. Just ask Saddam Hussein, right, Noriega, or Gaddafi what happens when they don't do what the federal government tells them to do. And you wonder why China or Russia and other people who know that it's fake uh, are afraid to say so, right? They're either getting something in return or, you know, very afraid of the United States federal government, and rightly so. I, I would be afraid of mobsters, you know, in my house too. And so that's exactly what the federal government is. My book, Moon Man, the second to the last chapter, it's called NASA's Greatest Fear because of the following. There were things that I knew uh, when I made A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, which took seven years, cost these two films nearly a million dollars, financed by someone who builds rockets for NASA and knows it's fake. I was asked by people close to the Apollo program not to put this information in my film yet because they were working on their own legal course of action. Now that uh, Betty uh, Grissom is dead, I can say what she told me. I interviewed the widow of the man who was going to be the first man to walk on the moon for four hours. She said that on January 26, 1967, her husband came home from work at NASA and said, Han, for some strange reason, the CIA is all over the launch pad today. I wonder why. Never seen him here before. Why are they here today? The very next day the day the guy is dead okay 
His widow told me, not my opinion, he was murdered by the CIA. He was a whistleblower. He was preparing critical reports that he was giving to his senator to be published nationwide. He held impromptu press conferences where he held a, you know, invited in the media without permission up to the very top of the rocket and affixed a huge lemon on the top, calling the thing a lemon, days before the CIA murdered him. Okay? So if the federal government faked the moon landing and never killed anybody, you might kind of almost, you know, appreciate to a certain degree their cleverness, like a bank robber who tunnels under, you know, from the dry cleaner next door and gets all the gold, you know, and gets away with it. But it's different if that robber did that and killed, you know, three or four people with wives and children along the way. Then you don't have respect for them, do you? So why they're so afraid, and this is why I wonder why I'm not on, like, Joe Rogan, or, you know, uh, Alex Jones show with all this breaking information. Because if the truth comes out about the moon landing fraud, yeah, it killed fewer people than 9-11 and even the JFK witness list. But it's the one that will enrage the public more than any of the other truths coming out. Because it was a positive lie that you're now taking away from them. You're taking that candy away. You're telling me that we taught it in school we printed it on coins, we put it in the encyclopedia, we gave them medals of honor, we boasted for decades the greatest accomplishment of any nation on earth at any time in world history, and you all made it up. And then you, you took a third of our labor to block, you know, to deceive us, right? And then on top of that, you used our money, our taxpayer money, to hire CIA agents to murder our neighbors who were going to expose your crimes because that's what they did. Not my opinion, the opinion of the dead man's widow and the opinion of the dead man's son, who's a 747 pilot, who I interviewed for three hours, who also says the CIA murdered his father, who was going to be the first man to walk on the moon because he wouldn't cooperate with the CIA. Okay? Now, mm -hmm. what does that have to do with the moon landing fraud? I mean, figure it out. And so... What we have here is, is an event with no independent press coverage, super easy to fake. We have the public predisposed to wanting to believe it. They want something they positive want to believe. during the Vietnam mm -hmm. War, right? And you have, even though we have all these proofs, it's so emotionally burned into people, they have a hard time accepting it. In fact, Daniel, I talked to a college professor teaching aerospace at a major university, and I showed him all this proof, and he said, Bart, there's nothing you could say or show me that will make me recant the glorious moon missions. And I said, well, what about this? What if you saw Neil Armstrong on national TV tearfully confessing, yes, the moon missions were fake. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. The man said he would still think that Neil Armstrong walked on the moon anyway. Hmm. And no this matter guy what. is teaching university instead of being in a mental hospital. Because if you're a 10-year-old watching it on TV and you become a college professor and you arrogantly think that you know more about the moon landing fraud than the man who was there, there's something going on with this becoming a god to people, literally, that they will never disavow the, you know, their corrupt government or science or the awe or whatever. Whatever is causing this delusion it's like, let me tell you this, Daniel. When I found out there was no Santa Claus, <laughs> yeah, I cried and I cried and I cried all night long. Oh man! And imagine that. Um, this is why you know it's like you would think Joe Rogan and Alex Jones wouldn't be afraid to talk about the moon landing fraud and all this new evidence, but if the truth comes out, it's going to get such a reaction that the federal government is going to have problems. And then the very next thing they're going to have to investigate is the Apollo 1 assassination of the crew that would have been the first crew to walk on the moon. And then our federal government is in much deeper trouble because our first document isn't the Constitution, it's the Declaration of Independence, which says when any government becomes destructive of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. Well, what's the first one? Life, right? 
The Boston Massacre killed five people, right? Three initially. The Apollo 1 crew is three people who the CIA killed. Add Kennedy, add all the people in 9-11. So it's a lot more than the Boston Massacre. And our founding fathers and mothers said, that's it. That's enough. We're willing to risk ourselves, our lives, our children's lives, our property, mm -hmm. everything. This is morally wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, we have incon you know, in we have conclusive proof. Inconvertible or inconvertible. What's the right word <laughs> I'm looking for? We have conclusive proof. Conclusive. Yeah. Incontrovertible. Incontrovertible. Yeah, there you go. That the moon missions were fake from an eyewitness, from photography, from classified footage, from just logic. You can't have more, you know, uh, te technology in the past and in the future. And then we have Betty Grissom saying that her husband was murdered by the CIA, which is taking away their life. Our federal government has become destructive when they murder their own people. Mm -hmm. They murdered Kennedy. They murdered 3,000 on 9-11. They murdered the crew of the Apollo 1 fire. They murdered They opinion. murdered. They murdered a woman at J-6. Shot her right in the so, face. Well, what, what we have here is, is you know, a, a so corrupt federal government, murderous federal government, embezzling federal government, lying federal government. You don't take, Remember, you don't take too kindly to the federal government, do you, do you Bart? Well, it's not, you know, I'm I'm all for organization and, and and making things happen in an orderly, civilized way. Mm -hmm. I'm not against government. I'm against criminals, and unfortunately, criminals are running our government at mm -hmm. this point. Now you have you, Eisenhower you have, was so. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. I, I know you're down there uh, in the Philippines now. You haven't given up your U.S. citizenship, have you? No, and uh, you know, I just wouldn't bother with, with that. I mean, it's, it's a pointless statement and I don't know how many hundreds of dollars it would cost to reveal okay. it. It's just irrelevant to me. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big patriot, believe it or not. I get emails saying how unpatriotic to say the moon landings are fake. Well, what was unpatriotic is for our government to fake them. You know, why are you mad at me for pointing out the facts? It's just amazing. They go after the messenger all the time throughout history rather than the people perpetrating the crime. Look at uh, the guy, I forgot his name, Seth, I forget the guy's name, who was the Seth gentleman Rich. who worked for the, de the Seth, Democratic Party. Seth Rich. Who, yeah, that Seth Rich, who, who discovered there was a, a plan, a conspiracy, because uh, Bernie Sanders, an outsider, was getting double the votes of Hillary Clinton, but she got more delegates anyway. Mm -hmm. And it was... It was, you know, months in advance planned to end up that way. He, you know, exposed it to the media. And instead of the FBI going after vote rigging that leads to the presidency, they went after the guy who exposed it. And, of course, he ended up dead as well from a robbery. And the stupid mm. robber forgot to take his money. And <laughs> so right. you could see they're, they're going, the FBI, the FBI is going after the person who exposed voter corruption rather than the voter corruption. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Democratic Party says, well, we're a private organization. We can make uh, one vote for, uh, you know, Sanders count as one-tenth of a vote and one vote for Clinton count as a million votes if we want to. But I, I think it is illegal because mm -hmm. they're an intercessory toward the presidency of the United States. And from what I remember, the government voting machines are used in primaries, aren't they? And aren't there people from the election commission who are getting a salary from our tax dollars uh, operating those voting machines? It's not a private uh, club thing there, is it? So the, you know, the voting divisions of metropolitan governments are being used for primaries for the Republican and the Democrat. Mm -hmm. So not that one party is worse or better than the other. They're not. Ask Ron Paul. Ron Paul was getting all the votes all the votes, many more votes in the primary straw polls, whatever, and he got 1% of the media coverage. They were out to get him from the very beginning. I saw an interview with the chief, you know, voting uh, accountant for the state of Maine, and they call up, you know, who they're supposed to call up and report that Ron Paul won the state of Maine. And they say, oh, we already got that information, and, uh, you know, so-and-so whatever he was running against one instead. I said, well, wait a minute. How can you have that information already? I'm the one who's supposed to give it to you. So that stuff goes on. And so this is the world that we live in. 
and I'm not taking sides. Like I said, they're both parties are corrupt. Ask Ron Paul or Bernie Sanders if an outsider can arise to the top, and they cannot. It cannot happen. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is we have corrupt people at the top from both parties, and they're allowed to appoint their corrupt bedfellows to every single department in the federal government. Because the rank and file people of all agencies, including the CIA, I think are noble patriots. Unfortunately, their leaders, and many people in the FBI have said this, we found out that a senator was taking bribes and we started uh, prosecuting them. And we were told, you know, by the, by the leader of the FBI, drop it or you're fired. Well, who is the leader of the FBI appointed by? The corrupt president of the United States, the Justice Department, and all this stuff. So that shouldn't be allowed. The last chapter in my book at sabrell.com, audio I read or print or Kindle, is what to do about this mess. Mm -hmm. And I think that, first of all, our elected leaders should be chosen by lottery. So let's start with that. That's the way the Greeks did it. And they, they did that uh, at the first democracy. It worked very well. I mean, if we can decide by lottery, picking people off the street uh, to decide whether or not someone gets the electric chair or not, I think they're qualified to decide whether to put contains GMO in a bottle of ketchup. Don't you think, Daniel? Yeah, I, and I, that's then a good one there. The, those people can nominate uh, a president. And from there, yeah, let the public vote and, and let all of them have equal time. And then you just get rid of almost all the corruption during elections right there. And then you should not allow presidents to appoint the head of all these government agencies because you're just going to have more corruption. Those leaders, the leader of the FBI, the leader of the Justice Department, the leader of the EPA, the leader of the FBA, FDA, need to be elected from within. Their rank and file know who's honest and who's not. Mm -hmm. Let them nominate their own people, mm -hmm. right? Let I them agree. decide who their leader is. That shouldn't be allowed. And so, I mean... I don't know if there's going to be historical time to, to make any new changes happen. My, my hope is that the truth will come out because I mean, just imagine Daniel, just imagine right now we're doing this interview live, <laughs> right? And we both, our phones start ringing off the hook. Yours and mine. And we're like, what's going on? And, you know, what's, and someone says, look, you got to go turn on Buzz Aldrin is confessing and, and the federal government is admitting the moon landings are fake. What would that be like? What, what would that be like? It would be like the the entire deceived portion of our population and world about this gets a cold glass of water thrown in their face. They wake up, they realize they were sleepwalking, and they're one foot away from a cliff. Mm -hmm. That's what it would be like. Well, see, we shouldn't we, sh we shouldn't we yeah. shouldn't we shouldn't mock the people that fell for Orwell's War of the Worlds back in the '30s because people are falling for the same crap only different levels even more so today. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I was deceived. I admitted it. I, I admitted I, I, I was the biggest fan. I had pictures of Apollo 11 on my wall for a decade, a shrine. Saw them thousands of times believing they were real. Mm -hmm. And then I had to keep an open mind, met a guy who worked at NASA who said it was fake, met a millionaire who works, builds rockets for NASA who said it was fake, met people in the military who said it was fake, and I said, well, you know, maybe, but let me look into it. And then lo and behold, we mm -hmm. find classified footage of them faking the photography right in front of your eyes. It says, do not show to the public at the beginning of the reel. You can see it for free at sabrell.com. Mm -hmm. And I just start crying quietly. I'm like, oh my God. Well, I think I told you last it time, Bart. Really did fake it. I think I told you last time this this rocket here, I, I used to build those. Get, I used to get those model kits and build those all the time. So you can imagine, my my, I'm thinking, wait a minute, man, this thing ain't going nowhere. It's like a, it's, it is like a model. Let's get to a couple more questions real quick. Sure. Uh, put y'all away first. Says Bart. Besides Pink Floyd, what else is on the dark side of the moon? I don't think it matters. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's just go on because of number bunches of questions. All right. Uh, Probably a moon base of aliens, right? Uh, Rose says, Bart, don't we have secret space program where we can go to outer space in spacecraft spoken of by Project Camelot, Carrie Cassidy? Well, there is a secret space program. That's a fact, but they can't uh, leave Earth orbit. Otherwise, they would do so. Mm -hmm. And they would, uh, you know, go to the moon as quickly as possible to prove that it was 
The longer they wait to quote return to the moon, the more obvious the fraud. Hey, so uh, so none uh, of those Chinese spy satellites are, are are floating around in the Van Allen radiation belt, are they? Well, the thing about that is it's amazing. All the alternative media recognizes, you know, the moon landing fraud, this little fraud for the last three years, and then they somehow believe what the media tells them about the Chinese balloon. I mean, I just don't yeah. understand that. Chinese admitted that the federal government was correct. What is that all about? The okay. CIA loves China. All right, let's they rapid, love each other. All right, let's rapid fire yeah. these other questions here. Rose says, uh, have you seen the movie Elysium where the rich live on another place other than Earth, and they say they put truth in movies? Have movies told us the truth on some of these issues? Well, yeah, there was the film Capricorn One that came out in '78, produced by Hollywood, because mm-hmm. filmmakers like myself did. did Stanley Kubrick make the fake the moon landing movie? Did, is he the one that made that movie? I would have. That's who I would have chosen. And of course, there are pictures of him with NASA's leaders, and he got special technology from NASA to make uh, one of his movies. So, yeah, he would be the can who's that's who I would yeah. pick. Okay. And of course, he was making all right, a film all right, about All right, let's get a few more we'll does. get a few we'll get a few more questions and we'll get back with you. All right, uh why would they fake the moon landing? What's the gain? Well, there's a lot. First, America boasted through Kennedy that they would go to the moon by the end of the decade. Uh so, first of all, NASA has never kept a schedule, not a single time except the most complicated mission of all time, right? No aerospace endeavor has ever worked the first occasion. With 10 decades greater technology, the 747 was built, and it took 168 attempts to get the fuselage off the ground. It was so big, right? The kite, motorized kite, didn't get off the ground the first time. Mm -hmm. So it's never, not once, in the entire history of aviation, did the first time a vehicle fly on its attempt get off the ground on the first attempt, except the most complicated one of all time. So when they wanted to put a telescope into Earth orbit, they were 10 years behind schedule. So somehow they're able to do, you know, keep the deadline this one time. It was to save face. It was a bluff. Secondly, it's, you know, lots of money. It came out during the Iraq war. I guess it was Blackwater, Cheney's outfit Mm -hmm. was charging, you know, the taxpayers, I think forty dollars for a fifty cent plastic ice cream tray, just a just a markup of eight thousand percent. So they were keeping about three quarters of the two hundred billion dollars in today's dollars. So it was greed, it was pride, and who knows what other what other reasons? There was probably temporary strategic advantage to making you know, people think we had greater technology than we did, and now they're stuck with this lie that they have to totally admit to. And all the more so because if the truth comes out it was fake, they're going to have to investigate the murder of astronauts who wouldn't cooperate, which would make the government look even worse. Mm-hmm. So, okay, uh, there was a, this from uh, Army Vet: Are we being are we being set up for a fake alien invasion? And I think that question may come from some of those balloons which they have been specifically labeling as unidentified flying objects, and they know that's a trigger word, Bart. Well, yeah, I mean the the alternative media people can be led astray. Just like everybody else, this balloon thing is a perfect example. For all we know, you know, if there's a a war with China, it's completely staged by the Chinese government and the CIA, like two wrestlers, you know. We just don't know. I just can't believe. And it's like the same thing. People want to believe in UFOs for some reason, so they leak out a picture or they leak out, you know, a confession from a... It's all part of the poker game. Yeah, I, I was in a hotel... Flipping through HBO, three of ten movies they offered were about aliens from outer space. They wanted mm, to believe they, in them. They wanted Edgar to believe. Mitchell, yeah, Edgar Mitchell, who spent his entire life saying the moon missions were real, also said, of course, when they weren't, he also said UFOs are real and aliens are real, which, of course, they're not either. Go to sabrell.com, scroll down halfway. I wrote an article that took me about 200 hours to research and write that goes into scientific proof that we're it, that there is no life out there, and yet mm-hmm. they want us to believe the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Why? Maybe they're going to fake an alien invasion. Who knows? All right. uh, to Here... unite us into a one-world government. I don't know, but okay. I wouldn't trust them. Okay, Bart, here's a question from Marcus Bob. He says, Bart, how much of your decision to move to the Philippines was over your own safety? No, I would be safer in America, believe it or not. Uh, with my good guy friends of the government uh, keeping an eye on me. Uh, there, there are cameras everywhere in, in America, and that can work to your advantage if you're a person like me. 
the bad guys can track me when I'm in Walmart, the 7-Eleven, at a hospital. They have access to every camera everywhere. Uh, but the good guys watching my back do the same thing. Here, there's less cameras. It's more difficult. I would say it'd be easier to harm me over here. Have there been attempts on your life? Well, yeah, you have to read the book. Uh, one, one of the chapters is called The Funny Thing Happened on the Way to CNN, where <laughs> I was literally abducted trying to get the classified footage to CNN. I was drugged with tooth serum. I escaped their custody. I peed in a cup thinking, hey, I got him. I'm going to prove I was drugged by this exotic true serum. Mm -hmm. I give it to a friend to put in a lab in his name. We find out that the lab was broken into, and the only thing stolen was my urine sample. And wow. there was one other occasion I was drugged. They tampered with my car. They uh, removed the brake fluid and disconnected the brake fluid uh, low warning light. They fixed the, um, what is it, the cruise control so that the accelerator pedal would be stuck. And I was pulling off, you know, at 100 miles per hour from, from the get-go in a subdivision and could barely stop the car. All these things, oddly enough, happened to the mm -hmm. NBC journalist uh, and Capricorn 1, too. So, yeah, my car has been tampered with. I've been drugged one or two occasions. Uh, I was thinking about something that else that happened this morning that I didn't attribute to to these revelations when I probably should have. And so, yeah, but what can you do? I turned down the project originally for fear it could be dangerous. Mm -hmm. And then when I developed a conviction based on the Bible about right and wrong, and we're in a war of spiritual forces, I said, if they faked the moon landing, that's more important historically than if they'd actually gone. Mm. And so now that we know that's true, it's, a, it's an important truth that mankind has to know to better themselves. We have to know that our government is really so juvenile that they couldn't even tell the truth that they set a goal they couldn't do. Mm -hmm. And they murdered people to keep it a secret, and those same people and their apprentices are in power to this day, which is highly dangerous because all the world leaders' goal out of their own mouth is to lower the population by 94%. Mm -hmm. And don't think they're just going to wishful thinking, hope it happens, they're, they have a plan. I mean, th this is and, a, this is the same government yeah. that this is the same government that went through Melania Trump's underwear drawer. So, man, I don't know how much you can trust. You know, when you said you had your urine sample uh, stolen, first first thing I thought was Pete Buttigieg did that, but he he wasn't in office there. All right, uh, how's this question here? It says, "What about the International Space Station? Is that fake? Is there really one uh, up I there?" Think, I think so. Yeah, I think you can go into Earth orbit. I don't think the Earth is flat. Uh, I think it's a sphere. I think they started that as a psyop to discredit people who know the moon landing is fraudulent. To, to, if they add that together, then no one will believe them about the first thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's other space stations up there. I mean, why it normally takes you know three days to go up 250 miles to dock with the thing seems absurd. And then the Soviets did it 600% faster. Uh, and then when the reporter asked, well, how come they can dock six times faster? Uh, NASA's reply was, well, they have better math than we do. <laughs> so apparently, 2 plus what? 2 equals 4 in Russia, and in America, yeah. it equals 27. But uh, So what are they doing during those three days? They're probably going to other space stations is what they're doing. I suspect huh. there's, a, there's a comet or asteroid heading toward the Earth. Whoa. And what what this, now? This, well, yeah. A, a NASA person told me so in the late 80s. And this whole push recently to lower the number of people on the earth through you know what mm -hmm. uh, I believe is in preparation for that event w which would lead probably to half the people on the earth dying in about a year and so that would be too much of a shock because they want to go to hotels and travel and have society functioning if possible so it's my opinion they are incrementally lowering the number of people around in preparation for that event who they see as walking dead anyway. What a coincidence that phase one of a particular medicine they're tricking people into taking for an illness they don't even have uh, is for the obese and the diabetic and the elderly. It's the exact same list of Hitler's useless eaters, you see. So it seems kind of odd. I think, I think that type of event is coming. The Governments are not going to tell us about it because they're going to let Mother Nature lower the number of people on the earth mm. for them. Mm. You see what I'm saying? 
I do and, see what you're saying. Uh, and I like your discretion in the use of, of your verbiage there. But let me ask you, do you have videos on YouTube? Yeah, go just go to sabrell.com. Wait a minute. How do I get banned? All, How do I get banned and you don't? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm, uh, I'm the verbiage I'm using is <laughs> that was better. probably true. Okay, I think I think we've slipped, slipped, we've slipped on the verbiage in past videos, so that could be the problem. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think they scanned the audio. You slipped and told and the truth, so, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, so mm. they're looking for keywords in the audio. Yeah, they they like are that. algorithms. That's all it is. There's not somebody watching your video. It's an algorithm is reading it. Everything we if say, bored, everything you know. we say is digitized. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, you know, uh, let me add before I have to go, uh, there's something I, I didn't put in the book that I can say now. Okay. First of all, the man who told us that it was filmed at Cannon Air Force Base and gave us the list of 15 people who were there, which we published in the book, some of whom are still alive, was Cyrus Eugene Akers. Right. Now, on his deathbed, he did confess the eyewitness the moon landing fraud taking place June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of 1968 at Cannon Air Force Base in Clovis, New Mexico. But that wasn't the most important thing that he confessed, at least to him. He confessed he murdered a coworker to keep it a secret because his friend was going to blab to a reporter to tell the world because he thought it was morally wrong for the federal government to lie to the taxpayers and to create a fraud on such a degree. And we don't know whether he took it as his own initiative to murder this person because he was chief of security at the most secure Air Force base in the world, or if he was ordered to do it. But he did do it, and he was dying, and he had a few days to live, and he wanted to, in his mind, increase his hope of being right with God. And it does say, if you renounce your sin and confess them, you know, you may very well be forgiven. That's all it takes. And so that was what his real confession was. He was a murderer. No one's going to make that up as they're dying. Mm -hmm. And then he said the reason why he committed the murder was to cover up the moon landing fraud, which took place at Cannon Air Force Base in 1968. You can read about all of this in my book, Moon Man, the true story of a filmmaker on the CIA hit list, which is at sibrell.com. Just link to it if you would, uh, Daniel, in the you know bottom of the uh, video. And you know, I, I wish the moon landings were real. I really, really wish they were because our world would be a better, better place. Mm -hmm. But that's not. And we have to face facts. Uh, the, the leading government of the world is, is potentially the most corrupt government of the world. Well, that's, no, that's, no, that's no surprise at all. They're lying continually and murdering their own people and the resources they're using is their people's own money. And that that is wrong, and that needs to be stopped. And now, you know, Bart is is, is that the guy that was saying that he saw them truck in the the dirt and the rocks to set the stage? Yes, that's the man. That's Correct. the man. Same man. Yeah, that's Cyrus Eugene Acres. Uh, the, there was a lot of construction at Cannon Air Force Base at the time, and they were bringing in. He said weeks and weeks, nonstop truckloads of fake lunar soil because they were building it in these two hangars. Uh, to make it look vast or whatever. And because there was construction going on, no one really noticed that all these, you know, trucks were going in and out. But they were building the fake set, and Johnson just couldn't not take a look. He, he according to his uh, diary, he was on holiday, one hour flight away at his ranch in Texas, and he popped in, wanted to see. And then he gave Cyrus Eugene Akers a list of 15 people. He said, only these 15 people are allowed in. To observe this and uh, we published that list in my book and uh, I contacted a couple of people on that list at the request of some good guy friends of mine and it got a reaction out of them because two days later my source's house was broken into everything about his father being there at Cannon Air Force Base was confiscated and two days after that he was threatened with murder and the murder of his family if he ever spoke to me again this was less than two years ago so this the government is very concerned that the moon landing fraud will come out because it will be very embarrassing and it will also prove that they murdered their own people to cover up this crime. 
So we, well, Bart, that's you're the world the... that we live in. I've got to go, but okay. Uh, okay. if you have any last, last final no, that, no that, that's it. Bart, I appreciate you coming on the Edge broadcast once again, man, to give us the update with the phenomenal groundbreaking information, really. Yeah, and uh, just get the book, audio, Kinter Prindle, Sabrell.com. And I, I spent 15 years writing it, two years editing it, and it culminates with a deathbed confession of the man who was there when they filmed the fake moon landing at his Air Force base. Okay. All right, Bart Sabrell, uh, I'll put the link there on our website, to your website, and uh, we'll have you back again sometime. How about that? All righty, Danny, you take care. Keep you, up the good work. You too.